Some say that if you cut him, he bleeds sawdust because his blood type is O. Oh my god. <laughs> Basically, I was at an age where I started finding, like, enjoying going out and found women and oh, stuff like oh, that. And nice cars. Nice cars, yeah, and all that Same old story. Wow, <laughs> ah, actually, it's Fozzinho, a Houlihan, McGinty McPherson, he's my poor man. So, you've watched us bringing people's dreams homes to reality. You've seen our designs come to life. You've followed our journey as we've built many things. And now, for something fresh, new and exciting, it's our new podcast, The Trades of the Round Table. Our viewers over on our YouTube channel, Build With A&E, asked for an insight into our world, and this podcast is going to help us do exactly that. But before we start, let me introduce you to today's team. So on my right, he is the Upcycle King. He's a paper chaser like no other, a master with a roller, but definitely not the hair curling kind. It is... Fozzinho! (laughs) Next up on my left is the mastermind behind the operation. Legend has it that he eats trees for breakfast using a chisel and a plane as cutlery. Some say that if you cut him, he bleeds sawdust because his blood type is O. Oh my God. (laughs) It is... Tony! (laughs) And last, but hopefully not least, the man who has more tattoos than a Hells Angels meeting and has levelled more walls than Mike Tyson has levelled opponents and also um, just recently... Voted Federation of Master Builders Regional Champion Tradesman of the Year 2021. It's me, John Young. Well done, John. That didn't take you long to get that in. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit of a mouthful, isn't it, really? <laughs> so, first of all, Tony, are you happy with the podcast studio? It looks oh, pretty amazing, doesn't it? It is. I'm so, so blown away with all the hard work from everybody. I'm so blown at how cool the uh, podcast studio is. It's just absolutely brilliant. We've got the uh, the tool wall, the sticker wall. It's just so much energy and positivity has gone into this. We've definitely pulled out all the stops on this yeah, one, haven't we? definitely, oh, really yeah. cool. So cool. you just mentioned the different walls. Should we talk through them a little bit? Foz, yeah, yeah. which is yeah. your favourite wall in here? Wall of knowledge. You like the wall of knowledge? Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is ironic, really, seeing as I wasn't very good at English. But... <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to tell us a bit about it, Tay, the wall of knowledge? Yeah, the wall of knowledge. That is a uh, basically the wall that's basically anything to do with the construction industry, books to do with carpentry, joinery, uh, roofing, plastering, decorating as well, Fars. I was yeah, giving him the yeah, idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then literally uh, anything to do with QSing. And obviously we have some of the stuff from the LABC or the building practices and things like that. So there's a whole wreath of knowledge in there. It's basically yeah. a construction library. In, it is, in studio, yeah, exactly. It? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really cool. So we've also got the tool wall as well. So the tool wall is basically we're going to be collecting a massive abundance of tools, new tools, old tools. We're going to be reviewing them. Some of them we're going to test to destruction. Yeah, definitely. And basically, at the end of it, what we're going to do is give away a load of tools, isn't it? Yeah. Not at the end of it. That sounds a bit final. <laughs> After a certain amount of time, we will give away some of these tools. So it's going to be an epic prize. Foz, there's another wall in here as well. Do you want to have a talk about that one? Oh, the sticker wall. Yeah. And guess what? We put stickers on it. Ah. When we get guests in, we ask them to bring a sticker. And get them to stick it on the wall. Awesome. That's it. And last but not least, I feel like we forgot about this wall. 
We I haven't really mentioned this, have we? No, this we is really. that beautiful skyline, yeah. It is. Which your daughters They designed. did, yeah. Uh, Money and Claudia, who designed it. Now, there is a little bit of a secret in this wall. They've actually put their initials uh, in this wall. And if anybody can guess where they are, please then throw them in the comments down below. But uh, it's definitely uh, absolutely super excited about what they've designed and uh, created here. Yeah, it's yeah, really cool. It's cool. When you see definitely. it, you'll know. Yeah. So you can watch the whole build of this over on our YouTube channel. Just search Build With A&E and you will see us on there. You'll see how we created this studio. And also you will see our massive back catalogue, back catalogue, sorry, of of basically videos that we've done throughout, yeah. throughout the, what, past nearly two years now, isn't it? It is, yeah. It yeah, is. so we've got quite an extensive Time library flies. on there. It does when you're having fun, mate. It does. <laughs> <laughs> so this new podcast series will contain all things construction-based. We'll have experts joining us who will give us an insight into their trades. We'll be reviewing tools, answering your questions, giving you helpful tips, and basically sharing our knowledge. So if you've got any questions that you'd like us to, to answer in future shows, or you've got any topics you'd like us to cover, then please drop us a line and we will do our best to accommodate. Uh, just search Build With a &E on the internet and you will find us and you'll be able to get through to us, no problem at all. So as it's the beginning of our podcast journey, we thought we'd start off by giving you the story of our journeys into our respective trades. So, Foz, first of all, you were a decorator. Was that always your ambition? or No, it wasn't actually, no. Well, in fact, when I was at school, I didn't know what I wanted to do, but I knew I was quite good with my hands, so I thought it'd be something like that. And my uncle was a builder, my uncle Colin. Hello, Col. Um, he he was very good, and I, I thought, yeah, but building, I want to be. A, I think I'll be I'll be a builder. So um, I was fortunate enough to go for um, an interview uh, to be an apprentice builder. And anyway, it's down the bottom of Leamington. I remember going down there, and I walked in the room, and there was like thirty young lads like me from the surrounding schools. And I thought, damn, one apprenticeship is going to have to do well to get this. Anyway, I went through some, and we had to did some tests and stuff, and I got down to the last three. And we went down to the yard, this builder's yard, anyway. Oh, I was gutted I didn't get the job. And I, went home and I thought, oh, no, what are you going to do? Anyway, I went home and I had a letter about a week later saying, uh, you've been offered a job as an apprentice decorator. And I cool. thought, get in there, that'll do. And then I had to go down to the same place again. And they, you know, they said to me, oh, yes, we're going to give you the job as an apprentice. Um, and the reason we did this is because on that your last test that you put down as second choice as a decorator. And I smiled to myself thinking, Jesus, how my life's panned out because <laughs> yeah. I just went through the trades roughly yeah. and thinking, oh, electrician, no, oh, that's boring and <laughs> bricky. I'd, well, I failed at that. I couldn't get past the things. So I didn't know that. And plumbing, I didn't fancy the hands and on my hands and knees and stuff like that. And so they, that's how I ended up getting into painting and decorating. Wow. And I you just don't paint skating boards though. Because you didn't want to be on your hands and knees. Yeah, well, that's why I ain't got somebody else to do that. I nearly said something else, And that's when I got a, a, an apprenticeship, and I did my city and guilds, which I bought with us today. Oh, cool! And look, and there's no, no, look, I haven't folded it or anything. Okay, nah, so beautiful. this is quite old. And and you just got that. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's pristine. That, isn't I just it? printed it, it off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> look, it's all legit, and I can say that. And, and I've been decorating 40 years as well, which is really disappointing side of it is. I've only been asked for my city and guilds once. Yeah. I find that very disappointing. Yeah, I suppose you know? The proof's in the pudding though, isn't it? They get you in, get you to have a look, see how well you can paint and decorate. And then once you've done it, they can see that you're good. They can yeah. see them lines are nice and straight. Oh, well, and try, yeah. That's it, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a lot. 
There's I'd a, say there's a lot of skill in decorating. Oh, definitely. You're all shouting at the camera now, guys. I know, thinking, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But there is a lot of skill to, in decorating. I'm, I'm, but I'm going to back my own train up. No, that's definitely true, that is fast. Definitely true. That's how I ended up being a decorator. So, as you're a decorator, obviously, we're going to ask you a carpentry question. <laughs> Because I know we've just mentioned that, figures, that you, don't, figures, you yeah. don't really come into contact with skirtings, but there's architrave that you yeah, can like, yeah, reach yeah. in there without getting down on your hands and knees. But the material, so, oh, come on then. What we're going to try and do each podcast is basically come up with a question out of our extensive wall of knowledge library uh, to ask our guests. And Foz, today I'm going to ask you this little question. So, can you name what, five... Now? No, not now. Later on, you'll have a little bit of time to think about it. Okay. Can you name five timbers by their common names? So oh, have a little okay. think about that, and we'll come back to that yeah. later. So, Tony, you haven't always been the kingpin of A&E, have you? Where did you start on your journey? Well, a little bit like fast, really, because like uh, when I was at school, I didn't sort of, uh, I wasn't really academically um, talented. Right. Um, and the thing is, is that uh, I was a little bit lost in life, to be honest. I think a lot of people are that age, aren't they? You know. So what happened is that I never forget it. I came home, and my brother could see me. I was uh, quite down and stuff like that, and he said to me, he said you know, what do you enjoy? And I said, I said, well, really, I was at school. The only thing I really enjoyed was working with my hands in woodwork because uh, in those days we, d- we did woodwork. And he said, well, why don't we write a load of letters to different joinery firms? And so that's what we did. We set upon, did 30, 40 letters to different joinery wow. firms. Yeah. yeah. I had then a letter coming back from a company called Peter Shaw Joinery. So uh, I literally went along to the interview sat down with him he, he sounded all great brilliant you know just what i wanted and he says yeah we'll take you on at the weekend i said pete that's not going to work for me i said either you take me on full time you give me a proper apprenticeship or i'm going to australia with my mate yeah. so then he sat there and, and, and you could see the cogs in his brain were going you know because okay you can start monday so then i had to go back and see my mate and go sorry i'm not going to australia now yeah. so yeah so but that's how i really got into the industry just through that really. and how long were you in your apprenticeship for um four years then i did the advanced course as well in joining in woodwork machinery as well so uh and then i sort of then went on doing sort of further diplomas in the building industry you've got, you got a lot of certificates yeah you? just a few because i've just like i thirst for knowledge though it's really funny at school didn't thirst for knowledge but then left school and then as soon as i sort of found my niche i was away you know because once you got your passion that's it yeah you, passion, you get more it. involved in definitely, it don't definitely you? the passion yeah, John, drives yeah. you a bit more yeah 100 yeah. yeah so my journey was uh well i started off at college doing motorsport engineering so I've got a diploma. I actually got a diploma in that, a first diploma in motor vehicle technology. Uh, and then I, basically, I was at an age where I started finding, like, enjoying going out and found women and oh, stuff like that, and nice cars. clothes and fast cars, yeah, and all that Same sort of stuff. Story. So I couldn't sustain it much longer. I was working and doing college, but I just couldn't do it. So um, I ended up doing a bit of decorating with my stepdad. And we had to make sense. <laughs> yeah, I forget that. Quite fast, didn't he? Yeah, I've actually got a little bit of paint on my arm somewhere. I've been painting today. Yeah, uh, and then these plasters came in, and they did a really good job. Well, I don't know if it was a good job looking back at it, but at the time it looked amazing. I thought yeah. I'm going to give that a try. So I signed up for one of those week intensive courses. It cost wow. me 500 quid, parted oh, with my money. Oh my God. Went off down, it was in Salisbury, went down there, did it. And after after just one week, these guys taught me how to be an absolute pro and run my own business and everything. <laughs> or so I thought. <laughs> so I came back, got in touch with this company called Brixerus. Roger, if you're listening, Roger Doherty, he, him and a guy called John Morris trained me up. Uh, basically, I was, I was turned up and they said, right, there's a reveal, put that on. So 
I tried to put it on, most of it went on the floor, but I eventually got a bit <laughs> on and he looked at it and went, right, there's the buckets, go and start mixing. And I was mixing for like six months, mixing up, scraping the floors, just doing general dog's body and then just worked my way from there. And then that's that, it, I'm, you know, I'm here that, now. That's it, that reminds me when I first started my apprenticeship, I was staining for six months solid. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I slept and dreamt of staining, but it was that part, that, <laughs> yeah. initiation, that initiation, you yeah. know, it was like a rite of passage. Yeah. You know, I so. can say exactly the same. I remember doing my first few weeks of, of being an apprentice, I was down the shed at the end of the yard, priming timber. <laughs> Nothing else, just that, just sent down, it was just like... It's an important part of the learning process, it isn't is. it, starting yeah, at the bottom. Yeah, Speaking yeah. of apprenticeships, so I've got a little statistic here about UK construction apprenticeships. So during the 2018 to 2019 period, there were 2,210 started. If you compare that with the following year, there was only 1,230 people that started an apprenticeship. Wow. So it looks like just with that figure alone, we've got a bit of a That's trade huge. shortage. Definitely, yeah, yeah, it's not nice. it's not great, is it? That, no, that is amazing because it was only last week uh, my daughter Ella said to me, she's 16 and going on to sixth form, that, that lads, and she just said what I did, and there is not one woman or chap, boy, going into the construction industry in her year. Wow. And that was like... And I said, you're, you're winding me up. And she went, no, no, no. She says, Dad, there is nobody in our year going so into construction. So wow. there's no men and women going into the construction industry no, this year. That is from crazy. Alsford, not that she knew. Wow. And that was crazy. like, I can't believe that. You'd expect at least one, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. When I was at school, that was, that was it. You went, you know, if you... If you weren't very good academically, you, you, went, <laughs> you, went, you went into a trade. Yeah. I suppose a lot of people don't want to get their hands dirty nowadays, yeah, maybe, yeah, or yeah, maybe yeah. it's not it's not as appealing as it used to be to people. We're, we're trying to change it. that though, aren't we, yeah, yeah, with I all think, this, so hopefully we will. Definitely, I think it's the way the industry is perceived, you know, um, yeah. so I do think that, you know, it's like kind of, uh, I definitely think that the whole concept of being a carpenter, join a paint, decorate or plasterer, you know, I think the whole perception needs to change because there are amazing people out there, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's a, it's a rewarding job, isn't it? it? Is, and yeah. people, I don't think a lot of people realise that, that it can be quite a difficult job. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. very rewarding. So yeah. speaking of difficult jobs, job what has been your hardest challenge on one of the recent years? Oh, wow. The hardest challenge is man management, I suppose. Yeah. It's just like... Uh, you just stole that off me. Oh, <laughs> so are we, are, we, are we both agreed then? Man management. It's really funny. We were debating this. You were Chris saying, well, what's your answer? Well, man management is the same as you, really. I said, yeah. no, it is. It is man management. Because I think it's that, definitely. you know, you're only as good as the crew around you, aren't you? And yeah. if you have a great team, which I do, I'm very blessed to have a great team around me. It makes a massive difference to your work environment, your working colleagues and also a difference it rubs off to your clients as well so it's really yeah. key so yeah definitely, definitely yeah exactly um, so next thing we'll talk about then is the bit that nobody wants to talk about is when it all goes wrong <laughs> oh god yeah so Foz <laughs> what's, what's been your worst little nightmare when something's gone wrong that you didn't really painted somebody's house the wrong house <laughs> no I don't know I put wallpaper and upside down there you go oh dear I was I was still an apprentice at the time, so... Well, we'll let you off for that one, then. Yeah, it was only three roles as well, but it was for a friend of Manan, and... Oh, oh dear. Always got that little look off her, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but sure. That, yeah, I'd say that was... That was ones I can repeat. Yeah. <laughs> we may have a young audience listening, so we'll stop there. My, my worst experience was when I did 
this. So for those of you that are listening, I've got like a what two inch scar across my arm, the inside oh, of my elbow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was plastering. It was one of your jobs actually back yeah, in the was. That's right, John. back in the yeah. old days. The old days, yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, I was doing this, skimming this big ceiling, and I've always been told to keep my trowel flat down on the table. And this one time, this literally the only time I've done it, put it down on its side, and we all know how sh- how sharp trowels can get. Yeah. Put it down. As I hopped off the trestles, I put my arms out in front of me. And literally, my arm just went across the edge of the trowel, and it was like, like something out of a Quentin Tarantino movie. It was literally—I'm <laughs> not even exaggerating. I looked at it, and as I did that, as I opened my arm a bit, it just sort of opened the wound, and it just yeah. started squirting out. Oh my god! Yeah, it was everywhere. That, thanks to Rich, Rich, if you're listening, cheers, mate. He basically saved my life because I literally—I went through my own artery, and it was just pouring out of me. And he had to make a tourniquet. Uh, out of one of the client's towels. Oh, uh, but um, yeah, that was it. I had to have blues and twos all the way to Coventry and had to sur- have surgery on me. And But I'm still here to tell the tale. Yeah. How about you, Tone? Hopefully uh, <laughs> <laughs> nothing as dramatic as that. Nothing as dramatic as that. But um, for me, it was in the joinery shop many moons ago. And uh, I literally... Um, in the joinery shop, all you had to do, you had to go on site, you had to then measure the door, you then had to come back to the machinery shop, machine it all up, then build it, then go back onto site and fit it. So it's a great experience through the whole journey. Yeah. But you know, when you're on site, you've got your metal tape, your engine, you measure it all up. But in the joinery site, sometimes the end of the tape used to go a bit of a knacker. Yeah, so what you used knows. to do is go from the 100 mark. Yeah. So instantly, like I was then marking from the 100 mark, but then not adding the 100 mil on to yeah. the measurement. So instantly, Got all the frame there, got all the other frame ripped out. I should have checked the frame because that's like one of the golden rules, but I didn't, being young and naive. So anyway, next thing, it didn't fit, did it by 100 mil. So I then had to load all back of the van, put some sure and ply, get then straight back to the joinery shop and I sat there and Pete goes, oh, you finished early. And I said, oh, she says, um, do you want a chocolate bar? I said, yeah, sit down and tell me how it's all gone. I said, well, actually, that's the thing, Pete. So he's munching on the chocolate bar and the next thing, he's going, well, how's it gone? Then I said, well, that's the thing, Pete. He says, it didn't because I've actually got it 100 mil too small. small. <laughs> <laughs> so he's just, his face said it all. And so I then just left him with the chocolate bar and I walked out. At least he got a chocolate <laughs> bar out of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so no ideas about I'll giving me chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> Next time something goes wrong, yeah, yeah, you'll know if I come to you with a Twix. There you go. Yeah, that's it, yeah. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Right, let's go to the question. Ooh. If you remember, Buzz. About that, <laughs> so hopefully, I can just so, reel them can, off. can you name five timbers by their common names? Yeah, oak, give you one? Oh, yeah. oak get in. straight in, straight oak, in. birch, two, beach, three. Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, he's flagging pine, yeah, <laughs> and mahogany. Yeah, well I had went blank then because <laughs> <laughs> on my school report, when I look back at what I should have done, it should have been a carpenter. That was going to be my next question. Oh, oh, if you okay. could train as something else, what yeah. would it be? You've just answered it. Yeah, I would. I think a carpenter, definitely. Yeah, I've, I've missed a trick there because I was. I think I got a two for CSE two for woodwork. And you'd yeah. be a really good. And you, I mean, you're an amazing uh, decorator, but you'd you'd have made a great chippy mate. Do you think? Yeah, Dev. Yeah, definitely. You've got that eye, you know, sort of, uh, and that passion as well. You love what you do, you know. Mm, I wish I'd have done that now. 
instead of living in a cave with a bit of decorating. Oh. <laughs> How about you, Tone? Would you have done um, anything different? No, I wouldn't, actually. No. no, I've got to hand on heart actually say, I absolutely love what I do. You wouldn't even have gone to Australia? Um, no. Uh, if you <laughs> no. had, it could have been because a lot like, different. I, I left school with uh, no qualifications, and for me, it was like a, a new chance in life, wasn't it? Yeah. You know, And uh, going to Australia, I don't quite know how it would have all panned out, but getting an apprenticeship at that time was really, really important, and uh, there weren't many going around either. Um, so it was, yeah, So, and I absolutely love what I do with a, a huge passion, and, and I think that comes over in all the videos and yeah, stuff like definitely. that. Definitely, that's, do love that's what, what you do. need, mate. If you yeah. enjoy your job, that's it. I mean, same here, to be, to be completely fair, obviously I've done a few different things along the way, yeah. um, and I've, I've obviously trained as a plasterer, but I obviously do a lot more than that now. Yeah, you do, um, yeah. But yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't change for, for the world what I do. Yeah. I enjoy getting up in the morning. Well, I don't enjoy getting up. Nobody enjoys getting no, up, no. but yeah. I, get, I, I don't dread coming to work. Yeah. I've never once yeah. thought yeah. like, oh God, I've got to get to work. I actually enjoy it. So mm. that is the path yeah. that I was meant to take. Good man. Definitely. It is funny though, because when you go back and when you look at the trades and you go back through and you look at people, to say that, that I mean, I'm like, I'm 57, so I'm 40 years now. You're 57. Well. You don't look a day over 21, oh, mate. Your, your paper round paper must have been all downhill, mustn't it? It must have been. <laughs> it was a light paper round, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. Actually, he's talking about that, <laughs> digressing slightly, but I was there for a while because I was super organised and, and I was reliable. That put me in good stead because what happened is we're there. There was like eight rounds yeah. and in the end, they, he had eight paper boys and me and I was a spare because I learnt all the rounds and then if they all came in, I used to go in at seven and go home at five past seven and be paid. That was wicked. <laughs> so it was an easy paper yeah, round for me. So that's probably why I weathered well. So hopefully you've learned a bit more about us today. Next time we are going to have with us a planning consultant from Ricketts Architects and we're also going to be joined by the good people from James Hardy Cladding. If you want to see any more of us, check out our socials. Like I said before, just go on the internet, search Build With A&E and one of, our pa- one of our faces will pop up. Unfortunately, sorry about that. Uh, thank you to Chris for Fuzz. Ah, actually, it's Fuzzinho, a Houlihan, McGinty McPherson. He's my poor man. <laughs> I love it. Class. <laughs> thanks to Tony. <laughs> thanks for having me, man. And a big thanks to you, the listener, for taking a seat at the trades of the round table. Woo! Yeah, thank you. Awesome, guys.